following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I, as always, am the Nightmare. And joining me once again, and as always and forever, the rottenest of the Jacks, Rotten Jack. What's up, buddy? Hello, good sir. How we doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Another day, another dollar. It is hot outside, man. It is man. fucking hot outside. I don't you know? like it. You no, know, I... Big dudes like us are not meant for hot weather like this. Thank God we have summer for only like a month and a half here in Buffalo. It seems like it's just dragging on forever this year, though. Well, it, it only feels that way because we've dealt with the idea, um, this concept, this this thing, if you will, um, where we kind of had a false fall to the point that like my tree out front is shedding leaves. Yeah, yeah, um, and I loved it. Yeah, it was awesome. It was like, you know, low 70s was the high. Most of the day it was like 65 with a nice breeze rolling through. Yeah. It was fucking fantastic. There, there were a couple nights that got down to like like, some, like in the 50s. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, still, yeah. Still not cool enough for me to like open up all the windows. Like opening up all the windows in my apartment really didn't help at all. So I still had to have my uh, ace unit in my bedroom running. But like, yeah, I mean, I think you know, we we turned the air off at the house like once, and then yeah. like the day that it was it was the day that was supposed to be like the coolest of the run, and all of a sudden See, it was I'm the like type that I won't take my air conditioner out of the window until like it is steadily like sixty sixty five during the day and down into the forties at night. I like my well, room we, to be cold when I sleep. We I, listen. I'm the same way. Uh, we did it because it was actually going to be cooler outside for a day and a half than it was going to be with our like what we set our air at. Yeah. Which anybody who keeps their air under sixty eight is insane or a serial killer, and I don't trust them. I'll just see myself out then. What do you keep your thermostat at? Uh, my thermostat set at sixty five. Right. So under sixty eight. You're normal. Thank you. You just said anyone who keeps their thing who doesn't under, keep their oh, thing okay. under sixty eight. So you, you said anyone who keeps. Okay, their, so I misspoke. God, I'm yeah. allowed to make grammatical errors. Well, that's why I was like, <laughs> I'll see myself out because like, no, man, like we we keep our house at sixty eight during the day and sixty four to sixty two at night. Yeah, we also have a two story house. It's hot upstairs, even yeah. with the air on. So, but yeah, so we tried to turn it off for one day, and like we turned it off for like five hours, and then we we're like, we we're going somewhere. And all of a sudden, we're like, oh, you know what? It's supposed to like be really nasty with rain coming up. So we ended up turning it back on and closing the windows, and it poured. That was like the start of monsoon season. Yeah. But, uh, you know, talking about rainy days and really, really hot days where it's oppressively hot and don't really want to hang out outside uh, kind of takes us into what would be the topic for this week, which is going to be favorite video games. You've got the right co-host for this one, man. Oh, listen, buddy. And this is going to span generations. Yes. So those of you out there who are younger listening to us, turn it off. You're not supposed to be listening to us. This is an over 18 podcast. There's a disclaimer at the top. God, turn it off. This is rated NC-17. Yeah, this is is rated M for mature. Rated N for not supposed to be listening to it rated i don't even know but just god anyway uh 
I mean, we I dial back all the way back to like the OG regular Nintendo Me aptly too. named the NES One. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was my first system I ever had. Yeah, the little square controller had a normal four-direction D-pad. And two buttons. And two buttons with a start and a select. The select button didn't do anything. No, I don't think I ever had a game that select ever did anything for. No. I like. I don't even know why it was on the controller. No. I think that was like somebody had the idea of like, well, let's make it look even. Well, yeah. And so like, that was the best part is on those games, you could go left, right, or in that day, like going right was forward, going left was backwards. Yeah. And up or down. Down usually meant crouch. Up usually meant not a whole ton, depending upon the game. Like Mario, up didn't mean jump. No. That was the A button. Yeah. And the only time the B button came into, into, into play... Is if you were the like the yeah, flamethrower yeah, Mario if you, and if you, if you ate, balls. Yeah, ate the flower and you know could spit fireballs at people. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then dialing all the way into... I mean, I don't... I, have you played... The newest Xbox or the newest PlayStation? Yeah, I have the newest Xbox. Oh, okay. So I haven't gotten up to the newest next-gen yeah, consoles. Yeah, way out the ass for it, but right. I acquired one. I think, like, retail, they're 500 uh, I got one for $850 secondhand. Well, I, it was still brand new, all sealed in the box. Right, but, like, but you, you, bought, it you bought it off Facebook. the secondary market. Yeah. Yeah. So the fun part about that is um, you can, like, I, I know somebody who paid for at least two and only got one because they, oh, I can get it for like, I can get it for like 20 bucks under retail and don't buy that. No. Yeah. Uh, I paid the person and they like deleted their Facebook account. Weird. I t- like you ask my opinion. Don't so know. I was kind of skeeved out about trying to acquire an Xbox, the right. new one off Facebook marketplace um, until... Uh, through conversation with the the gentleman that I bought it from, he's the one who suggested we meet at uh, like the Amherst Police Department out in the parking lot of a police department. I was like, okay, right. this guy's not going to screw yeah. me over. Yeah, you're like, not getting dicked down on that one. Um, and funnily enough, it was like a 16 year old kid who oh. showed up with like his little brother and his mom, and like they were right. Actually... So this this little bastard probably went out and like. Camped right. out, bought five of them, and sold right. three of three or four of them for more than retail. And right, like, but they know. were actually like they were super professional about it because like when I showed up, I was like, hey, you know, I'll meet you there. I'm coming from you know where we're coming from. It'll take me a little bit to get there, but uh, I got to stop at my bank along the way just to pull cash for you. Right. He's like, all right, not a problem, and uh, I ended up beating him there, and uh, transaction went smoothly. Box was all sealed up. He's like. Do you want me to break the seals, open it so you can see everything inside? You know, everything's still factory sealed. I was like, if you wouldn't mind, that'd be great. He did. Everything was still factory sealed inside. I gave him the 850. He actually whipped out one of those, like, uh, cash marker pens. Right, to check to, to, check to the make bills. sure that, yeah, the that, bills that's, were Listen, were that, that kid's going to own a, a very successful right? business someday. And I just, I just made the joke. I'm like, listen, man, if any of these bills come back counterfeit, we both got a problem because I just got these from the bank. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe for you, the bank is like your basement. Maybe that's what you refer to as the vault in your house. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Some people keep cash in mattresses, you the, know? The, the counterfeitery. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Non new gen consoles. Let's start there. Let's start with the old the old stuff. So anything. Okay. Um, let's go. Original Xbox. Original PlayStation, Xbox PlayStation earlier. Dreamcast and earlier. Okay. 
favorite game. Numero uno favorite game. Um, Super Mario 64. I enjoyed it. I never owned the N64, so I never played it at nauseum. Um, but it was a good time. Goldeneye. Golden, very, I loved GoldenEye. Same, same yeah. concept. I loved GoldenEye. We played GoldenEye yeah, we did. not too long that ago here. That was terrible. Oh, my God. That I game think, was so cool in its day. I th- Honestly, I think half the problem was those systems were not meant to be projected on a 65-inch flat screen TV <laughs> while you're sitting three feet away. No kidding. Because those Dude, cords how did, those how controllers. How did we ever play with controllers that were connected to the console, and why were they so damn short? Yeah, it was like a three-foot. Oh, because a 32-inch TV at the time was huge. Right. And I remember the first time oh. I got a 32-inch TV, I thought it was massive. Yeah, and now we live in a world where 32 inches is like... Oh, I got that in my camper. Yeah, that you know that's that's my bedroom TV. What? Oh my god, I wouldn't even have a thirty-two inch in the bedroom. Yeah, I don't. I don't anymore. Allie does, but um, you can't see anything on them. If you're more than like three feet away, you can't see anything on a thirty-two inch. Listen, that's just a perspective thing. These are first world pro- first world problems. I know, right? But uh, yeah, so I mean, I do like both of those. Goldeneye was a great time. Again, I didn't own an N sixty four, so. We have the, uh, sorry, my, my brain had an aneurysm there. Um, yeah, so I didn't own an N64, but, uh, I, I made the jump from regular Nintendo to Dreamcast. Um, see, I never had a Dreamcast, so I don't even know what came out on Dreamcast. So, uh, Sonic Adventure would have been the equivalent to Mario 64. Oh, okay. Uh, Sonic Adventure was a great time. I've actually downloaded it and played it twice on the newer systems that I've bought because uh, you can download like those yeah, yeah, yeah. those games. And uh, it's interesting because the controls are a lot more sensitive on the new controller than they were on the oh, Dreamcast. Yeah. Because like the Dreamcast only went so far with like the, the, the joystick and stuff where like, I mean, I'm running like the first time I tried playing it on, I, I downloaded it the first time on my Xbox, uh, Xbox One. And it was like I touched it and I ran off the board. I was like, the hell? Right. But uh, that was definitely a favorite of mine. Um, One, it was actually a series of games that I wish they would bring back in some way or redo, remaster, so on and so forth. It was the Soul Reaver games. Uh, Never even heard of them. So it was actually stemmed. It was actually the Legacy of Kane series. Uh, I first found it with it was called Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver. Uh, It was about vampires. But okay. not, not like Ed, Team Edward versus Team right. whoever, Shiny sure. when it rains or whatever. Um, so basically, so Kane was like essentially Dracula or a very close equivalent. Okay. And there were two games prior to Soul Reaver that were called Legacy of Kane and Legacy of Kane 2. I started playing Legacy of Kane, uh, but that was like that came out a long time before soul reaver did so soul reaver was a third uh third in the series so like the graphics were tough the gameplay was a little tough it was interesting but like you basically played as a vampire who is trying to live and survive in the like in a world where a sect of uh militant priests and religious folk were trying to stop the vampires from essentially taking over so this sounds like they should make movies oh dude i would love it like this, the honest to God, this would be if they like if done right, this would be a fantastic movie series. So with 
Soul Reaver, which was the game I fell in love with the series on, you start off and it's basically Kane basically had what they referred to as like either six or eight sons. And they were other vampire. They, they, they were vampires that were brought of his bloodline, essentially. And they all over time would evolve. So like he was like the king and his quote unquote sons were his generals. OK. And over time they would evolve. So like and they would evolve where like, you know, one of them could be in direct sunlight, but like he I don't remember like they, they all had deformities that came with these, sure, these strengths. Sure. So I'm pretty sure like the one that could be in direct sunlight was this hideous blob monster. So like he like his body started decaying. OK, um, but he also grew. Uh, there was one who could swim, but he grew a fin instead of feet. But okay. like, it was something like he like evolved overnight, and all of a sudden he's like, um, "Why do I have a, my feet? Yeah, why do I have a like a, a mermaid tail?" But he could like go in water where other vampires couldn't. Sure. So and it was kind of meant to like rule everything and everywhere. And um, Raziel, who's the main character that you play as, was the first to surpass Kane. Um, he grew wings. Okay. So like where Kane would tra- would like transport himself by turning into a swarm of bats and flying Raziel grew wings so he could just fly okay um Kane didn't like that because he saw that as a threat to his power yeah a, basically a threat to the throne so he ripped the wing bones out of Raziel's back and pushed him into the abyss which was the swirling whirlpool of water essentially killing him okay but the elder god which was this like it sounded like some omnipotent voice that would be like Raziel, help me and avenge your death. And like in later games, they explain who and what he was and everything. Sure. But uh, he basically saved him and he turned him into a vampire of souls. So okay. like he decayed, but he survived. So he was like this skeleton with like his skin still on him and stuff like his jaw had fallen off. So like uh, each cl- like each uh, each vampire brother of his like represented like had their own clan that like they had a symbol for and stuff and they like were further amalgamations of the type of vampire that their father was quote unquote um so like he gets down to the bottom of this abyss he stands up like realizes that his jaw is missing and wraps like he had like a cape that had his um his like his clan's logo on it and he like wraps it around his head to hide the fact that he doesn't have a jaw. And he would exist in the spirit realm and consume souls. And that's actually like how your health was tracked and stuff like you would consume, like you would beat an enemy and eat their soul to get okay. energy back. And then they evolved a sword that was called the Soul Reaver. And there were three games beyond that, and they, they were fantastic. And at this point, I'm rambling and not doing the game any justice, but it was, honest to God, one of my favorite games I have ever played on any system. Like, to the point that I want to download it and play it again. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I, like, I, like, I didn't have a Dreamcast, so I didn't... Uh, yeah, and this was, this was one I of those weird, those. like, Dreamcast-only releases. So, like, yeah. you know, where you can get Madden on any, um, any console. You can get certain get like like MLB the show at one point was only for PlayStation. Yeah, for like um, the past ten years. Yeah. Until this past year. Yeah. So and like I fucking love it. Yeah. So like this was one of those weird like 
um, like Dreamcast only titles. And I tried like finding it recently to like to download and replay and I couldn't find it like even on like the stores where you can download older games and stuff. Yeah. It was depressing. What, was Spyro a Dreamcast game? Or was that just an original PlayStation? Um, I don't know, but that's mostly because I never played it. Yeah, I didn't either. Like, I remember playing, like, going to, like, GameStop or something as a kid, and they always had, like, the demo of it set up there. Spyro, to me, um, a lot of those games were very indicative to me of, like, other games that were just better. Not Yeah, like, and they were better, but they were derivative of an original concept that other companies were trying to, like how kind of you feel like Sonic and Mario were like the dueling titles from Nintendo and Sega because they were. Yeah. But then like somebody else came out with one and they're like, Ooh, this is going to be our like flagship of Mario. Yeah. 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 And then like, it just didn't work because like it just didn't because if I'm going to, if I want to play a game like Mario, I'm just going to play Mario. Right. (laughs) So, um, what else you got? Uh, I mean, I, I remember having an original NES system. All I ever really played on it was, like, you know, the original Mario, like, maybe, like, Mario 1, 2, and 3. I remember playing the one where you get, like, the foxtail and you fly around and stuff like that. That was Super Mario Brothers 3. Yeah. I remember playing that one. Mario Brothers 2 sucked. Yeah. Like, Mario 1 was decent because it was the OG. So right. everyone's, everyone's got a spot in their heart. Right. 8-bit Mario. Um, Mario Brothers 2... Sorry, Mario Brothers 3 is widely regarded as one of the greatest games, and that one actually, when Super Nintendo came out, got even better because mm-hmm. the graphics were a little bit better. It was no longer 8-bit or anything. Yeah. Was, uh, I had Super Mario Brothers 2, and you would play like three to four levels, and then it would either get insanely hard or stupidly boring, and you'd just be like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't really play like, you know, Duck Hunt. Where you cheated and you just put yeah, the just put gun the gun on the screen. screen and <laughs> could imagine doing that like today. Like, it wouldn't pull, work. No, like you damage your TV. Well, yeah, but uh, um, Blades of Glory. Never played. Sorry, it. sorry, Blades of Steel. Uh, it was a hockey game with little eight bit hockey players, and there was no aiming. There was an arrow that went up and down in the crease. Because again, it's it's regular Nintendo. So you're not on the ice. The ice is tilted up and you're skating up and down the ice like, you know, yeah, again, yeah. back for, like, forward, back, like left and right. We're up and down. And there was an arrow that like B was to pass. A was to shoot. And there was an arrow in the net that did this. And when you hit and released the A button, the arrow stopped. And that's where the shot was going. And the goalie, it was like uh, bubble hockey. The goalie was just stationary and just moved like side like side. up and down and like back or up in the net. So it was whether the goalie was in the way between the trajectory of where you were and where that arrow stopped is whether or not he made the save. <laughs> and if he like and if he got a piece of it, it deflected. If he didn't, it stuck and then he could pass it out. The best part of this game was the fights. So like the way you checked people was to skate into them. Okay. You had to hit somebody three times like two to three times to knock them down and they had to be like trying to avoid you if you just skated into each other all of a sudden the referee like the whistle would blow the referee would skate over and go fight and it would change to a different screen 
where you and the other dude were squared up and you could like <laughs> punch and duck and like it was a little side game. And then if you lost, you served a five minute penalty. If you won, your team stayed at full strength. Nice. It was awesome. <laughs> like, nice. That reminds me of NFL Blitz. Yes. Uh, this would have been not uh, to the same extreme. But no, yeah. but yeah. But like NFL Blitz was great because there was like no penalties in that game. You could just do whatever the hell you wanted. Yeah, there was. Uh, I actually just saw a newer, like the newest or most, re- uh, not newest, but the most recent version of that. There was an... Uh, a video graphic of a player taking the other player's helmet, helmet off and beating, beating him with the it. Miles Garrett style. Yeah. And like that happened before the Miles Garrett thing. And people were like, this hits a little bit different now watching the highlights of Miles Garrett hit Mason Rudolph over the head with a helmet. Right. <laughs> and it's like, oh shit. Like, and you look at it like, it's funny when you're like, yeah, extreme levels of violence. Like this is the thing that would never happen in the NFL. And then it did. And now, now it's awkward watching that on a video game. Cause you're like, well, right. <laughs> That, that that was me and my brother used to play that all the time because uh, it was hilarious because it like the line of scrimmage you couldn't on defense you just couldn't go off sides right like it physically stopped you so like your guy would just be running in place and as soon as the ball was snapped like if you hit a button right or timed it right it would just launch your fucking guy you would just like missile tackle <laughs> the uh the quarterback or the running back or whoever and right like you could like fight and kick yeah, people. Yeah, and, th- and then you had the option to like shoot up with steroids and like. I don't remember that. I don't think th- we ever got that deep into it. Uh, th- there was. I don't know if that was like a season mode thing or like maybe. that was a later or earlier version of the game than you played. But like, if a player got hurt, you could like choose to shoot them up with like cort- a cortisone shot or something, and like it, it it allowed your best player to stay in the game, but it increased their chance of injury by like fifty percent. Sure. So like. And, like, it increased the severity of the next injury by 100%. So, like, you would play with a dude, and he would get hurt, and he'd be like, it would be, like, minor. And you'd be like, yeah, cortisone shot. And then it would be like, well, like, I don't want to play two quarters without my starting quarterback. And then he'd get hurt again. And it would be like. Uh, Broken neck. Like, torn torn ACL out, like, out for the season. Okay, screw it. Cortisone shot. And then you go back out there and, like. Uh, Wait, you know, you rup- rup- ruptured disc and punctured lung career over for your third injury of the day. Like, type, it was insane. It was absolutely insane. Why the hell did we play video games like this? Because they were fun. They sure were. And right. I can tell you, I never, I never once in my life played a video game and decided I was going to do that to my buddy. No. So yeah, uh, for me, the SmackDown games from the early to like early two thousands. Uh, me and my co-host on multiple other shows between Hats, Tats, and Stats and now the brand new show, The Podducers, uh, me and Austin used to spend hours of our childhood like in the summer. His mom would be... I have WCW NWO Revenge for N64. I know you do. We didn't put it in that no. night that I brought it over, but I have it. No, but uh, like uh, the, the original SmackDown games, like the premise was awesome. Like it was before you had to like earn and unlock the create like the certain like the cool stuff you could yeah. wear as a creative player like so we would the first was, time we played it, was it before microtransactions and yeah. loot boxes and shit became a thing where they actually shipped you the entire game right instead of paying sixty dollars for essentially half a game and you had to pay or unlock the rest of the game right um but yeah we had 
I mean, we would spend two to, two to three hours each the first night that he got this game because he had the PlayStation and like create our dudes. And then like we'd have to like it would increase the excitement for like, dude, we have our guys made. We picked their look, their outfit, like whether or not we wanted to match or do our own thing. And like then we like went through and created our move sets and everything. And then like then his mom got home from bartending at three and three in the morning was like, go the hell to bed. Like, all right, fine. We'll go to hell to bed. So like that just made it, uh, us more excited for the next time we hung out to play because now we actually got to use the dudes we spent six hours creating. Right. Oh god, that, but those games were fantastic and like, f- like to a certain extent, frustratingly so because like you'd go through dominating a match and there were so, like certain finishers that you just didn't kick out from. Sure. So like we, it, it would be fun the first couple times to, like cut our teeth against like the worst guys on the roster. Okay, now we got an idea for the controls and what everything does and everything. And then all of a sudden it would be like okay. Like we're going to enter like a tornado tag team tournament. And all of a sudden, like the top, like the last two dudes you have to beat are like Kevin Nash and the Undertaker. Right. And it's like it didn't matter if they like if they got a if, if Kevin Nash hit a jackhammer, it was over because the jackhammer was one of like four moves that there was no kicking out from in the game. Yeah. And like it would like it wasn't just the automatic dominance. But, I mean, you can throw people off the hell in a cell after, like, if that was a thing. Like, you throw them through the cell. Like, oh, it was awesome. See, I didn't start playing those until uh, PlayStation 2 with, like, the Raw vs. SmackDown which, games. Which were uh, more advanced versions of the same concept. So, right. like, the concept was, was very similar still. Uh, you still worked up and gained your finishers, like your SmackDowns or whatever they were called. Yeah. That you could f- actually hit your finisher. Uh, you could waste two of them. Because at one point you could build up to five, yeah, um, and you could waste two of them and steal your opponent's finisher, which like increased its damage because like a stolen finisher costing two SmackDowns, like okay, so it's cool. Like the first time they did it, that's what it was. It just cost you two, and you're like, well, shit, their their finisher blows. So like, cool. I took I, I like I, I took the buzzsaw kick from Tajiri. Awesome. Right. It's like one of the weakest finishers in the game, even though it looks cool as all hell, and. Then, like, when they read, like, there was a version that they said, like, okay, if you steal a finisher, it should count more because you are wasting two finishers to, yeah. to use it. So, like, it increased the effectiveness, like, 200%. So, like, there were times where, like, oh, yeah, we're beating the tire out of somebody. Like, ah, oh, cool, I wonder what his finisher is. And it would be a KO shot to, like, end the game. Like, yeah, KO, it's over. Just be, it, no pin, they're done. <laughs> like, the game's like, it's over. Stop. But yeah, I lo- I did. I loved those games. The the Raw vs SmackDown ones, like, and this is just, you know, a product of the the era of the the early two thousands, early to mid two thousands, uh, when they were not in the PG era of WWE, because you could play a brawn panties match <laughs> in the one video game, and the entire purpose of it was. You played as two females, and the premise was you needed to rip her clothes off, and the first one to get stripped down to her bra and panties lost. But let's be honest, those matches on TV, whoever lost, it didn't matter because we all actually won. Right. (laughs) Well, and, like, that was also easily one of the most popular, like, on-TV matches, too. Like, you know, because that was back when... That, wrestling that like didn't wrestle Stratus and Stacy Keebler and yeah and that was like back when 
like wrestling didn't care about how women felt about their talent in wrestling. Yeah. You know, they felt all, all they cared about was like they were there for I can putting back then. putting TNA on TV. Yeah. You know, TNA on uh, TNT. No, that was that was Nitro. Well, they kind of did the same thing. Yeah. Um, what else you got? What other games? So I went. I had the I had the NES. Then I had the N sixty four. I mean, there's just so many good games for N sixty four. But Mario and Goldeneye are really the only two that really stand out. Yeah, because besides like Mario Party and you know, Gold, Goldeneye set the stage for one of my favorite franchises of all time being Halo. See, I still You're to this day have never Halo. played Halo. Uh, we gotta fix that. Gotta fix it. Listen, fix man. it. I was going to download it the other day, but it's like 200 gigabytes, and I'm just like, no. Yeah, 200 gigabytes. Yeah. Like, no, it's no, worth it. You. No, thank you. Um, but then, yeah, when, when, I, I, when, I, get, when to, I get the garage uh, set up and I get my, my old Xbox set up in the garage, I'll get a second controller and we'll sit down and play the Master Chief Collection, and then you'll go download it because you realize it's worth it. Probably not, but that's wishful you, thinking you you say that and then you just drove two hours to go eat pancakes on my recommendation the other day so suck it yeah you're welcome totally worth it though uh-huh eventually you'll realize i know what i'm talking about um but yeah but then i moved up to like the the playstation 2 i never had like the original xbox or the original playstation yeah i, ma- I made that jump from the dreamcast to to a ps2 and um, then and on, then i got a 360 then the yeah. xbox one yeah. Now a PlayStation 4. Yeah. So I've kind of jumped across that line a few times. Yeah. So I got the, the PlayStation 2, and obviously, like, that's where, like, Grand Theft Auto started. That, that like game Grand was Theft always... Auto 3. That game was fun. I never, like, dove too hard into it, but I, I did enjoy the it. I Grand Theft Auto games. Um, and then uh, there was this game, uh, SOCOM Navy SEALs. Ooh. And you actually just reminded me of a game, too, so go ahead. That was... Super fun. It was like just, it was it was like Call of Duty before Call of Duty, or okay, maybe which I do love the Call of Duty franchise. Maybe like it was right around the same Warfare. time, but it was more. Um, it wasn't multiplayer. It was more story driven, and you were basically doing like Navy SEAL missions, right? Like going in and ex- extracting people and stuff yeah. like that. So that was a lot of fun. Um. I don't know. I didn't. PlayStation had a lot of weird games that, uh, you know, I pretty much played everything. Like the all the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. Loved Tony Hawk Pro oh, Skater. Oh, my God. They were great. American Wasteland was probably my favorite one because it was the first one that had, quote, no loading screens. <laughs> right. But all it was was you just had to skate down this super long tunnel to get to the other areas that took like a minute and a half to skate down <laughs> right and it was just loading so in the background you, you had you had no loading screens you were just you got to skate and like take your time and like bob yeah. and, prob- and probably get a better feel for the controls while you're at it and like mm-hmm. yeah so do a couple was, flip cool do a couple flip kicks a couple ollies i really liked the um like the uh the tony hawk underground ones okay those were super fun. Uh, I'm pretty sure the only one I owned and played regularly was Tony Hawk Pro Skater, or maybe three. Okay, that was uh, I'm pretty I'm 99 sure that was the one that I had on that I had on Dreamcast. Um, pretty I sure mean, th- they just had great soundtracks. Oh my god, they like just sit down there jamming. I got, I listen. I would go back and skate those parks because like uh, the one that I had and this would might tell you which one 
you could unlock Area 51 as like a special board. So like if you got all the secret tapes or whatever the hell they were, um, I'm pretty sure that was three. It's the only one I ever owned. Um, but like it was like you had to unlock. You either had to spell skate on every single level, or you had to like get all the hidden tapes on every single. Tapes, yeah. Um, and you got to unlock Area 51 as like the final board. I loved it. Uh, it was cool. And the, like, but I would sit there and just reskate things, especially like, okay, I'm gonna see how high I can drive my score once I got really, really good. Yeah. At hitting everyone's special moves. Because like the very first board would provide you like you could go down a like down a ramp over a half pipe through like a glass that was room. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1. Okay, so that was the OG then. Yeah. Uh and you go through that glass thing and like if you did it and you hit your special move and then like landed it, came down, like hit another one yeah. and then you could go back through the same way and then like hit the half pipe on the other side and just keep doing it like you could run your score into the, sure, the yeah, millions yeah. and like that was the best thing ever i was just like yes 900 after 900 let's go yeah kick foot mctwist bitch like my mom would come and say like what the hell's wrong with you like i don't know i'm not dying though it's fine um i had a weird yeah. childhood <laughs> i uh you know they actually just remastered Tony i Hawk know two, right? i bought it is it good is it worth everything it was every- not as good as i remember mm, that's depressing because I think it's just because those those early ones they were self contained levels, right? Is um, this more free skate? Yeah, this is just more free skate. There's really no missions. There's no storyline. There's do these ten tasks in this arena achieve this score and you unlock the next right. That's the next, depressing. The next level, which back in the day they were fantastic. But now, after like they put like the storylines and stuff in, like the need for uh, the Tony Hawk Underground ones and, and like American Wasteland, where you're actually like interacting with other like characters right. and stuff, like it, uh, it it definitely was nostalgic. Skating around the school level, listening to Goldfinger Superman. Oh God, yeah. Um, brought back so many great memories of being like 10 years old playing the original. Yeah. Sitting downstairs, um, getting covered in Cheeto dust and but play, yeah. skating around doing things I could never do in real life without dying. It, it's one of those things that, um, I don't know. Like, it's just not one of those games that I could sit down and play because I don't, I, I don't like mindless, um, mindless things. Like that's fair. Just free roam, do whatever you want. There's no point to anything. Um, I like story driven stuff sure. or, you know, actual like tasks to accomplish. Yeah. Things um, that you actually like, like you're doing something. You're not just mindless, like skating around, doing kickflip after kickflip after McTwisty and, you yeah. know, nose grinds. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, it was still fun for like the two hours that I played it, but right. But it. Two hours of gameplay isn't worth probably the sixty bucks you paid for it. I think it was only like forty bucks, thirty yeah, bucks. Still, but yeah, it's twenty bucks an hour. It's yeah. more than most people make at work. Yeah. So, um, you reminded me with bringing up like Call of Duty and stuff, uh, which I do love. Call of Duty again. Spe- I, I kind of said it underneath you. Uh, the Modern Warfare franchise, specifically yeah. Modern Warfare Three, was the best one. The newest Modern Warfare that came out was good. I haven't played it in a hot minute, but it, I do enjoy it. But uh, I'm interested to see where they keep going with the storyline that was started in see i haven't done the the storylines i just enjoy the online multiplayer oh see i suck at online call of duty multiplayer i am 
absolute fucking trash, I will either go thirty and two or right. one and fifty. Well, there's so no in between. I I wish they would bring back um, the original lobbies. No, what I the game that I loved, and I have it has a very special place in my heart was Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. I love Rainbow Six. All I ever wanted to do in Rainbow Six was not uh. It was called Terrorist Hunt. So I got confused with uh, Nazi Zombies, which mm-hmm. was Black Ops, I believe. But Rainbow Six had Terrorist Hunt mode, where depending upon the level of difficulty, they would put a certain number of terror, like computer terrorist people, and you and your team of up to four got to go... Like It was basically just clear the board. Mm-hmm. And Can I tell you something? What? Rainbow Six Siege has that mode. What? This is a bad topic because now I'm just going to spend more money. Yeah, I mean, Rainbow Six Siege has been out for years. Probably, I think it came out like 2015. Okay, so it's, it shouldn't be expensive then. N- no, it still might be because it's still one of the most popular games Damn out there. Um, but yeah, there is terrorist hunt mode Dude, in Rainbow Six Siege. This was like my college life. So like, if if we weren't playing Madden and screaming at each other, like, which... I, I might end this podcast with the most epic Madden game ever played story. But uh, we I, like I would wake up. I look at one of my roommates and my sweetmates, one of which was all the aforementioned Austin and be like, would you like to fight the terror? And like he'd be like, sure. And then like a couple days later, be like, oh, the terror. How's the terror? And like it, it was just this thing that we did that we were just looking at each other and talking weird voices and be like, want to go fight terror? Like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and like the best part was we would clear we wouldn't we would pick a board so i'm pretty sure the first one we picked was the library sure and we would clear the board on the easiest difficulty and then bump it up yeah i mean that's the way you got to do it you can't just start full throttle like, right but we wouldn't do any other board until, until we clear, clear the board on, on the hardest, hardest. difficulty yeah. and it made it fun because like and it was it was always interesting like we'd, we'd have a good run and then, like, we'd find, like, this, like the like there'd be the last two dudes, and you wouldn't know where they were, and one of them would get you, and, like, whatever. And, like, the last dude always had, um, like, the the best weapon in the game or whatever. And the, the ones in the, the new version, they have suicide vests. Oh, my God. That's even better. Not, yeah. that, not that suicide vests are a I good mean, thing. I mean, like, some of them do. So, like, you'll hear them Disclaimer, beeping. we're talking about video games, people. Yes. God. But, yeah, I mean, that was just one of my favorite things to do. Like, we'd kill hours, hours oh, yeah. just fighting terror. And, again, playing the same board over and over because you'd be like, okay, we're going to turn the corner. There's going to be two guys here, one guy there, four guys there, two guys here, two guys here. And all of a sudden, like, you turn a corner and there's no one. Yep. And then a door opens next to you and they're all in there. And you're like, what the fuck? And it's like, they have a path that they were going to walk. You just got there six Too seconds quick. earlier than yeah. you because you've gotten good. So, like, they're not where you thought they'd be because you got there too quick. Yeah. What else you got? Um, oh, my God. I was literally just thinking about one that. Um, I don't know. Man. I, got, I, got, I literally had one that I was just going to bring up. Was it war? Was it sports? Was it science? Was it mystery? Was it science fiction? Star Wars. The Force Awakens was pretty good. Nope. 
There was something else. That was a movie. There was one where you got to be like, it was kind of like a free play, like fable type thing where you got to like every decision, every Star Wars. It was a Star Wars game and every decision you made, like either leaned you toward the dark side or the light side of the force. I don't remember what it was called. Knights of the Old Republic? No. No. You need to think of what you were saying because we can't have both of us thinking about something and just have dead air here. Um, oh, um, yeah. Not, I, Jesus Christ. I'm like losing my mind over here because like I'm thinking about like 8 million games at once and then I lose track of all of them when it's my turn to speak. Uh, so because you mentioned like Nazi zombies or just like zombies mode from right. uh, Call of Duty series. Um, do you ever play like the Left 4 Dead games? No. Oh my god, those were so good. There's actually um, a new version of it that's not called Left 4 Dead um, because for whatever reason that it's not the same studio making it. So it's called Right to Live. No, it it's Come. called Back for Blood. I like I like the pun. Thank I you. Like I, pun I wasn't I wasn't sure if you caught that. I like I like <laughs> I like the pun. Um, but no, I, I believe it's called Back to uh, Back for Blood. Okay. And it's like been out on the weekends right now because they're like beta testing it. Okay. But it's it's literally Left for Dead for the new consoles. That's pretty cool. And there's actually this big controversy about it right now. Uh oh. Because one of the audio uh cues that like one of the zombies screams um it's it's meant to be a just a guttural like scream if you will or a growl and everyone is clipping it and putting it on like youtube and like instagram and like all the twitch streamers are laughing about it because it sounds like the zombie is screaming the n-word oh yeah that's no good it's hilarious like i watched a few clips of it and this this black uh, Twitch streamer was uh, playing it, and uh, he he like picks something up and turns around. There's these zombies running at him, and it it screams it, and he goes, "What did you call me?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have this booted up, and I'm gonna listen to it when we're not recording because we're not putting this audio yeah, out. No, we are not um, doing that. I mean, clearly, clearly, oh, it's boy. the zombie is not screaming the n word, right? But like, they just they need to adjust the the audio or just yeah. take well that. thank god it's still in beta right yeah or just like completely because it's still in beta they can fix it uh just take that sound right out, out of, of the, the game. game um because it's it's hilarious though yeah i'm, I'm definitely it. gonna dive into um, that one so i haven't uh i haven't tried it because i forgot that it uh it, it's been out like on the weekends in beta form um but I think the the full release of the game is like in September sometime. Okay. So I'm probably gonna end up getting that. Um, but obviously, like that's a new gen game. But like the Left 4 Dead stuff. Was, oh, for sure. Uh, and and listen, we we started with the old stuff, but we ventured toward newer titles. Sure, and sure, like sure. like we talked about the newest Modern Warfare and like the just the expansion of gameplay and all these things. So you love baseball. I do. Uh, did you ever play MLB Slugfest? Uh, wasn't that basically the blitz for baseball yeah 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 it was I, I, I never played that one uh there was also... there was a direct button to bean the batter when you were pitching that's awesome <laughs> that's awesome um yeah they had a uh because they had an nhl version called nhl hits yeah yeah like h-i-t-z uh i only played blitz and i only played it like once or twice but i heard of all of these and obviously Slugfest i do fest was a good time I, I do appreciate them for what they were um 
But moving into the newer gen stuff, um, and not even so much like newer gen, just like Xbox 360, you know, PlayStation 3, newer, um, super good games. Like, you've probably never played the Mass Effect series. No. Probably one of the greatest trilogy of games. Okay. Storytelling-wise that you would ever play. Uh, I felt that way about Gears of War, too. Did you ever play that one? No. Um, so Gears of War was basically Halo meets Modern Warfare. Okay. Uh, so you were fighting aliens. Like, but could, didn't you have like giant guns with chainsaw? Chainsaw on them? guns. Yeah. So like one of the things you could do is like you could walk like if you were out of ammo, you weren't weaponless. Okay. Because like there were points where you just didn't have like a ton of ammo and like the like nobody like you weren't fighting aliens that had weapons you were fighting like gigantic bloodthirsty like alien wraiths okay so like you might run out of bullets and before you get to the next spot where you're like oh look an ammo drop or like because you had to either earn ammo drops or like come up on a battalion that was there before you that got slaughtered and just pick up the remains of what they had okay so like You'd run out, and all of a sudden, you'd just be like, and I'm going to have to like try to put a chainsaw sound in there because, <laughs> yeah, that'll be my job tomorrow. Did you ever actually put the helicopter sound in? Yes. Did you? Yes, I did. You don't listen. Oh, I you do. can't tell the people you don't listen to the show. I don't need to listen to it. I'm here when we make it. Yeah, but you know, you learn from it. You learn from the things yeah, you say yeah, and yeah. do, and like I've known, like, I, I texted you the one night we said like a lot the one episode. Yeah. But... uh yeah, so I digress. I digress. Um, Mass Effect is probably one of my favorite game series, if not my favorite game series of all time. Uh, and then you move into the stuff like, like the epic storytelling, like um, RPG games, like you, you know, your Skyrim's, uh, your Fallout's. Yep. Like pretty much anything Bethesda makes, I fucking love it. I would like. I I loved getting into the like fable where you basically like picked a character and yeah. got to like pick the direction they went, whether they were like, and it wasn't just like you were good or bad. Right. You know, like you, you could be like an anti-hero, like you did good things, but did them like, did like Punisher style. Like I did good, but I killed a bunch of people to do it. Like right. where that's not a good thing. Or you're like, Oh, people think I'm good, but I really rob people every night. Like you could be on different sides of the spectrum, sure. like toward on one side of the spectrum, but hardly in the other way and stuff. The problem I always had with those games is, like, the style of gameplay I hated. Like, the whole, like, first-person but medieval. Like, first-person shooter is one thing. But when I have to, like, okay, I'm in the middle of a battle and I have to, like, back away, hit my right bumper, scroll around, hit A to use a potion, and then, like, left bumper to go into my armory and change weapons and like it just it was too much it was just too much for me if i have to do that stuff i don't want to be first person right like it was just it was a lot to do because like i have to move i have to look but also i have to use like i'm using like six fingers to use my controller and i just like it just i hated it i loved the idea though i loved the concept yeah um i don't know probably probably fallout's probably my favorite series out there if i had to list one uh, Mass Effect 2 and then like the Elder Scrolls or like Skyrim right. 3 um, coming right up and forth though is Assassin's Creed 
Yeah, I I like those games. I fell off of them for a little bit. Um, They're completely different now than probably the last time you played it. They're a lot more RPG where you like acquire different gear. You don't just like right. purchase upgrades to like yeah. upgrade your health and upgrade your potion capacity and upgrade this. Like, and, like some of that stuff that, is still there. That stuff I'm okay with. I didn't like, I fell off when they became more like wide ranging puzzle games or like, Oh, you're like commanding this entire troop of assassins and like people are storming this village and you have to like build and command different catapults and weaponry to stop them from getting through and there's waves and blah 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 and you're like if you don't do this you can't be like I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an assassin I have nothing to do with planning the tactical defense of a town right. get out of here like put me back on my assassin missions and just let me hidden yeah. blade people in the side of the head there there was some stupid stuff but like I, I, I heard like I heard you... they got back to back to more uh, the the franchise's core with things like Black Flag and Valhalla. Yeah, uh, I've yet to play either of those. They are You've on my never list. Played Black Flag? No. So Black Flag is my absolute favorite one ever. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure the last one I played was three. Oh, the uh, American Revolution. No. No, I'm per- like because well, we're gonna look it up now. So. Uh, keep talking about Black Flag. Uh, I mean, Black Flag, like, how can you, like, pirates and Vikings, like, how can you go wrong with either one of those? And that's what Valhalla and uh, Black Flag is. It's pirates and Vikings. Um, I really loved Black Flag just because it was the first one that really kind of used, like, an open world map that you right. could, like, literally sail a pirate ship and get into naval battles. And, like, fire your cannons and sink other ships. And it was fun. Like, there was times that I wouldn't even do, like, any of the main missions. I would just go around sinking ships for hours. Sometimes you got to sink ships. Uh, So, yes, Assassin's Creed 3 was the American American Revolution. Yeah. Um, And... Are you saying you played the third one that came out? No, I played Assassin's Creed 3. Okay. Um, and that was the one that I started getting turned off to by the puzzles and the like defense of a town and stuff like that. The um, defense of the town stuff really doesn't happen too much ever. Like, I think it was just like a couple of sequences in three that you did that. Um, but like the puzzle stuff, I actually like, I like that stuff in those games. Um, it's, I don't mind if I have to solve a puzzle or two here or there, but like it, like there was a, it felt very heavy to a point. Um, so I'm looking through the chronological order of the Assassin's Creed series. Are you talking? Is the, the OG is... Order they came no, no, out. No, no, the chronological, the chronological order. chronological timeline order. The chronological timeline yes. order. Uh, so, and really, it doesn't jump much. It actually came out, like, gameplay and chronological... Oh, maybe not. Uh, so Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 1, then 2, then Brotherhood came out. Then Revelations. Then Revelations, then 3. three. Then Black Flag. It, which was a, Assassin's Creed 4, four. Black Flag. Uh, Assassin's Creed Rogue. Rogue and then Unity, but they actually came out on the same night. Yes. Uh, 
Unity was the first one for uh, the Xbox One, and they made uh, Rogue so the people who didn't acquire an Xbox One had a new game to play on the older-gen consoles, um, and I ended up getting both of them because okay. I still had I had both consoles. Right, and then we had uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Yep. Um, and then it went Origins, Origins. Odyssey, Valhalla. Yep, Origins odyssey so it looks like origins was like egypt right odyssey was rome what you just listed is the order in which they came out that's not the actual like chronological timeline okay i'm sorry i was confused by the website assassin's creed technically i think odyssey chronological order technically the first one because that's the uh spartan war with the persians Yes, so uh, from a chronological standpoint, you have Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which was from 431 to 404 B.C. Yes. Then then Origins, Origins, which was 49 to 43 B.C. Then Valhalla, which is 872 to 878 A.D. Then uh, Assassin's Creed Altair's Chronicles in 1190 A.D. No one counts those. You wanted the chronological order, right? Then, uh, then Assassin's Creed, yep, which was the year after, yep, technically in eleven ninety one A.D. Then Bloodlines, which was the same year, eleven ninety one A.D. Then Assassin's Creed Two, which was fourteen seventy six to fourteen ninety nine. Assassin's Creed Two Discovery, which I don't even know. A lot of those. Oh, are downloaded like, content. Yeah, downloaded content. a lot of those are like DLC or like. Um, then, then Brotherhood. Then Revelations. Yep. Then Chronicles China, which was more DLC. Yeah. Uh, then Black Flag. That's then three. Freedom. Then Freedom Cry, which again was DLC. DLC for four. Then Rogue. Yep. And then three. Then three. Then Unity. Then three Liberation, which again DLC. Then Unity. Then India, more DLC. Uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Yep. Then Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia, which was 1918 AD, more DLC. Yeah, and that's where this one stops because it looks like they uh, fell off. This is probably a dated article that I'm reading, but I digress. No, Uh, that's that's literally it. Oh, so that's all of them. Yeah. Okay, great. So, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely fell off there. I would like to get back into it, but we'll see. I would like to see them make one about the, um, like they already did like the uh the American Revolution. Uh they they really can't get too technologically advanced into modern day stuff. Like they'll they'll never be like a World War Two one because right. like gunplay has never been a part of right. the Assassin's Creed series. But um, I I would be intrigued to see them do it without gunplay. So right. like like the entire point of being an assassin, which like sure. which you know, like what you could do is institute like like a sniper type deal where like, instead of it being like modern warfare or uh, just like a blackout, like literally have it be a thing where if you're using a gun, it's a long range sniper mission where you have to like get to a vantage point to assassinate somebody with a sniper and then get out or have it be a thing where you have to get in and get out without being seen or heard. Like the OG version of like dropping in from the fucking sky and like, I'm going to knife you in the throat and leave and people are going to find you in the morning. Yeah, like I mean, like obviously there was a little gunplay in like 
black flag with all the pirates and stuff right. like that. Like you could have six pistols on you, and that was sweet. When you had that fully uploaded, you just held a button and it was just bang, 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 and shoot right. six guys around you. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then like like, but it like it was it was gunplay used in melee mode essentially. Sure. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't like you're walking around and there's an aim cursor on your screen and <sighs> you technically could. You, you technically right. could, but it but, really but that wasn't, wasn't the point of right. gameplay, is what I mean. Um, so like, I mean, I would like to see them do like a World War II, like you got to like infiltrate like Hitler's inner circle, something right? Like that, like that would be sweet. But I would love to see them do like, um, like an American Civil War. Yes, I would love to see them do like which a, could uh, potentially be dicey. It, it it very well could be, um, which is probably why they haven't. Right. Um, I mean, there's, but like, there's other like there's conflicts so in the world like, that you time, could do. Like, I would, I'm intrigued to see how they tie it to like modern day and tie the series off. Like, because because eventually, think they ever will. I mean, at some point, there's got to be an end game, right? Like, there's got to be a point to the stories. They're leading somewhere. There is because in each game, there's the stuff that you're doing in the past, and then there's like the modern day storyline that's right. going on around you. So at some point, it's got to tie up in a bow. You would hope, or that's going to, or listen, that's going to be the most money ever made for a game to not be resolved. I mean, Valhalla literally just came out last year and it still left an open-ended ending that we're getting another one. Right. My point is at some, like at some point you're going to run out of historical events to go back to. Sure. So at some point, at the modern worthwhile ones right. that anyone wants to see. So like at some point, and, you, and you've already had downloaded content to do some of like the smaller, minor ones or like ones that don't warrant an entire game. So like at some point, you got to tie it off at the end, right? There's got to be a point to the whole damn thing. Sure. You would hope because when there's not, it's the worst thing ever. I hate right. that. I they hate just when end there's a series and stop making them and you're like, but that's, you didn't answer any of my questions that you made me. That question. is that is one of my biggest issues with the. Uh, Soul Reaver, or the Soul Reaver games, is they had two Legacy of Kane's, two uh, two Soul Reaver, Soul Reaver one and two, and then they had Legacy of Kane Defiance, which was you got to play as both characters, and they set it with a um, a cliffhanger, and they just never came out with another one, and it's like, well, that sucks. I'm vested. I want more. Right. But I'm pretty sure they either said no or moved on or whatever. Anyway, um, I'm gonna end this with I hate. The fact that I am a sucker for Madden, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I wish it was crossplay because, oh. like, you have you have a PlayStation. I have an Xbox. Like, I would love to like just sit and just oh. play each other, but it it's doesn't so work. Bad because there were years that Madden took major strides, and somewhere in the two thousands, two thousand five, the first year, the hit stick. I remember the first time I ever well, actually landed it, like a hit stick. Oh my god, it felt so good! Didn't oh it? my god, it was like the first game I ever played. It was a kickoff return and just lit some tits. And I just tits. fucking lit this guy up. So I, I the years that I liked the most were when they had the hit stick, the truck stick, and the skill stick. So the like the 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 hit stick was so powerful that it was almost an instant fumble if you got more than fifty percent of the hit stick off. Right. So to counter it, they introduced the truck stick. But then they were like, okay, that's awesome for like Sean Alexander, who was the best running back. He was on the cover the one year, who could literally just run over anyone. So they're like, all right, but that doesn't work for your smaller, more elusive back. So they changed it to the skill stick. 
and it depended on your running back and the style of player he was, as did the the hit stick, which they didn't really change. They just modified it for the type of player where if you hit flick, flick the hit stick as a defender, you a could get a big hit off B cause a fumble. If you didn't get the big hit off, like if it if he wasn't that type of player, like he was a smaller coverage corner, but he had a clean shot. Like you would go more toward his, his ankles and upend the guy and he could potentially, you know, drop the ball or it would go for a strip. Uh, you also risked a penalty. Right. Like if you tried to hit stick a quarterback, you risked a roughing the passer penalty. Oh, do you remember, was it like 2009, they added that stupid controversial rewind? No. Like you you would like throw an interception, you could be like, up oh, Mulligan, and you hit a button, oh, and yeah. it would like rewind it like 10 seconds, and you could just yeah. redo the play. Yes, I do like, remember that. What the fuck was that? That only lasted one year. I, I enjoyed it. It's the same thing like the QB vision only lasted one year. Which sucked because, like, you could have a decent quarterback with a decent arm, but his QB vision was, like, a quarter inch on your screen. Yeah. And then, like, you could, if you took Peyton or Brady or one of the best quarterbacks, and, like, their QB vision covered the entire field. And, like, if so if you were using a quarterback who didn't have that, you had to, like, move it to the receiver and then hit the pass or the pass was not going to be accurate, which sucked. That was crappy. Because when you moved it, you had a, you, you had a certain amount of time to move it to the dude and hit the button to throw it. Or, like, they tilted coverage toward the guy you highlighted. So they're trying to teach you, like, how to look off receivers and stuff. But the AI was so smart on it. Like, it was stupid. It didn't matter, So yeah. you needed one of those top-tier guys who covered at least half the field, or you basically couldn't throw the football. But when they got rid of all that, and, like, the, the, the heyday was the years where it was advanced enough to be really cool, but not so advanced that, like, you had to control every facet. And if you, like, oh, hold the button for a lob, Tap or tap it for a lob, hold it for a bullet. Now it's tap it for a lob, hold it for a bullet, like press and release, like a full press and release for like a touch pass. Then you can like direction up, down, left, right, deep, shallow. Like, yeah, it's insane. Double tap the button for a pump fake. Like it used to just be like there was just a button for pump fake. Yeah, it was one of the triggers like pump fake and throw and like and people actually bit on pump fakes and like, you know, uh, it was it was it was brutal. But in the years of the heyday of this game, like. Aaron Rodgers probably in the like the top end years of his career, like the middle of his career where it was almost without question. He was one of, if not we're, the most so talented. We're, we're talking probably what Madden, like 2010, 11, 12, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this would have been probably 07, 08, 09 or 10 because we were, we were in college. This game happened between me and Austin. I took the Brett Favre-led Adrian Peterson backfield, Adrian Peterson in his day, backfield, Vikings. Austin took division rival. So this was 2009. Had to be, right? Yeah, this was 2009. Um, Austin took the Aaron Rodgers throwing to Jordy Nelson and that whole crew, Packers. And we played a game. Now, me and Austin had very different play styles. Austin was an air-it-out offense. He was throwing the ball over the place. I took... A, a team that I could throw, but we had the best running back in the game because I liked running the football and I was good at it. I read the field well and I could just cut, move and make people mess. We played three quarters and went into the fourth at seven to seven. We ended that game 75 to 73 with a last minute kickoff return for a touchdown from me, then him. Then I didn't want to return it, 
and the computer ran me out of the end zone and out of bounds at the one yard line. I dropped back. Now, this game was so heated. We, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to set the scene for you. There is less than a minute left on this game. And we've First been, of all, how we, the fuck did you Because we guys, just went off. We just, did like, you guys score a total of 140 points in, in a quarter? In a quarter. Because we were playing 10-minute quarters. Like, oh like gameplay 10-minute quarters. Not was it ten, just like one... like? You each we, had like one play and it was one just, play back and forth. Like I like he, touchdown, touchdown, he, touchdown, he, touchdown. He, Austin had a play to Jordy Nelson from the slot that was like a double move that would split the safeties. It, it would it would split the safeties, or if you were in a cover three or cover one, like cover three, they would pinch to the to the first move and he'd break across to the on the second move and be wide open. Cover two, he'd split the safeties. Cover one, that safety would like again bite on the on the first move and then get toasted on the second move. And he would hit like it'd be like, oh, I'm gonna stop him. It's like fourth and ten. He's going for it. There's the and not only first down, touchdown. Like, son of a bitch. And then like two plays later, Adrian Peterson breaks one. The move, Adrian Peterson breaks one. So we went back and forth, trade we traded kickoff returns for touchdowns like three different times. <laughs> like and like it was just a thing where like I would kick it to one side and he would like run it. I had three dudes coming clean and he would like hit the skill stick and he would like step juke and dip and all like one dude would miss one dude would bounce off and the other dude didn't even come close and he was just gone yeah and i'm like how the hell is this dude like again and i was like randall cobber and it was like rookie year or something anyway so one yard line less than a minute left i got the ball and i'm chasing five i run a screenplay in my own end zone austin thinks he's got me dead to rights for the safety in the ball game my main man, Brett, gets this ball off. Peterson catches it, and there's no one. Because he went straight in gauge eight. He was coming for me. He was getting it. Stacked the line. He was he was getting the safety. I get this ball out, catch it. One of my linemen destroys the only dude back there, and Peterson's just gone. The problem was, some like three or of his players... the penalty? Three of his players were fast enough that despite being out of the play, we're still hot in pursuit. So I couldn't kill the clock. I couldn't like, I couldn't stop at the goal line. Right. So like the play there is I'm gone. I'm like daylight. Out of bounds of the one. Or like couldn't, couldn't even go out of bounds of the one. Right. Because I needed to score and I didn't have timeouts left. So like the next play and I'm not a good pass guy. Like I don't have enough time. But like you couldn't, you couldn't sit on the one yard line for five seconds and wait. Like, so I had to run it the whole way in. 99 yards for a touchdown we were so we had a crowd we got so rowdy during this that people started like poking into our suite being like what the hell's going on what the hell's going on like people jumped the wall from our downstairs suite like what are you guys doing we had 40 people in our friggin' suite watching us play madden i'm going nuts i'm dancing through this through the suite i'm going off and all of a sudden he's like he's he's just he's like you still got to kick off you still got he goes i've returned four kicks on you you still got to kick it to me so i pooched it right Straight up in the air. Oh, he, yeah. He caught it at like the 30 with a, like a fullback and went down with like eight seconds left. I run prevent and back everybody the hell up. Oh, yeah. He runs the play. All three of my safeties and all three of my corners that were back in that first shell of prevent defense 
you watch them on you watch them like just sink to the first move and Jordy Nelson gone for the game winner. I threw my controller out the window and against the brick wall and shattered the thing and just you that's not you're not even fucking good at this game. You just know the one play that always friggin works. It's bullshit. And that's why I hate Madden because every year Madden's got a game got has one play that the dude's just like someone's always open. Right. And nine times out of ten, it's drags and slants. But every once in a while, every once every once every like three years, they throw like a deep route in that's just always open that the AI just like has a brain fart on covering. And when people figure it out, it's not fun to play anymore. That's why I don't play like online rank. Oh, God, like, I, I would never. Like, I would never. I'll play NHL and I love NHL. We didn't even touch on NHL. I would play NHL online all the time. Right. I love World of Chell. I love as frustrating as it can be. There's certain parts of it I'm very good at. I will never play Madden online for ranked play because there are people who just understand and have their controllers rigged to cheat, and it's not yeah. fun. But we have officially gone almost an hour and ten minutes into this episode. so You can tell we're video game nerds. Oh, God, now. we are so nerdy. But uh, th- thanks for tuning in, everybody. As always, Common Debauchery is part of the BICBP Radio Network, www.bicbp-radio.com slash common dash debauchery uh, you can find us there you can also go and find just hit the uh, podcast tabs find every podcast that the network has to offer we hit over seven hundred thousand downloads for the entire network last uh last month which is Holy absolutely hell. fantastic we are pushing toward the uh we're ho- always hovering around the twenty thousand mark for common debauchery and my three other shows uh check out the Producers, which is my new show with the quote king austin kelm who i just told a lengthy story about um i mentioned a few times this episode and check that out. Uh, Common Debauchery is brought to you by The Beard Struggle. And uh, you, if you have bearded friends or are a bearded person yourself, go to thebeardstruggle.com, type in Joss15 at checkout to get 15% off your order for the awesome, cool scents over there. If you don't know, if you like the scents and you know me personally, I have a scent sampler for the beard oil and the cologne. So you can come check you that out, too. I got the cologne one in. Oh. It's, uh, well, we'll, we'll get it done. Okay. So, uh, again, thanks for tuning in, guys. Rotten Jack, thanks for joining me, as always, my friend. Absolutely, man. It's always a blast. Absolutely. Find us on social media on Facebook and uh, just type in Comedy Debaucher. We'll be the only thing that pops up. I guarantee that. And, uh, I mean, here we are. I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this has been Coming to Debauchery. Grocery shopping day. <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Cashier. Hello, Mrs. Card Pusher. Hello. How are you doing today? Let's see what the old wife put on the uh, the shopping list today. Let's see what... Um, let's see. Number one, we got a... Uh, Chris Hamsworth? Oh, that doesn't seem right. I don't I don't think that was, they sell those here. Uh must be some kind of mistake. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Chris Evans. Oh, boy. This is her celebrity crush list. Awkward. Don't be like this, husband and wife. There's only one place where a list like that belongs, and that's the Eat Sleep List podcast. You can hear us every Friday on BICBP-radio.com. Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.